check uh, if they have the book and if the Obama book is already uh, is available. Which one are you reading? The one in the research one or the oddest? Oh, no, 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 this is the first one, Letters from My Father or something like that. Yeah, I heard that one was really good. I have the Audacity Pope one that I told you. So what I'm trying to do now before I buy any additional books, except for the one, the two you two recommended, I'm going to read the books that I have here that I didn't finish or I felt like, okay, I didn't read cover to cover. So that way I'll probably end up reading probably more like 40, 50 books this year. Yeah, I, I'm really into the whole autobiography, like the whole Issa Rae. I want to get into Obama, yeah, I read Michelle. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm really getting into autobiography. So I'm going to kind of go down my list of people that I want to uh, read about. That's why I started reading um, more fiction books because essentially what I realized is like as a kid, um and then this is how we start cold open yet again <laughs> yet again like everybody just forgets that we're having a cold we're actually having a conversation here yes thanks again for joining us at the financial grill uh i'm one of your hosts lawrence delva gonzalez otherwise known as the neighborhood finance guy i'm joined by my other two co-hosts who have been in a deep conversation about the books that they're they're reading and alana is getting glammed up and looking cute to go to the library Yet again, this is a reason why she goes find her man. She could get a she could get a date in under thirty days. Why? Because she just glams up to wherever she's going. Grocery shopping, glam up. Nursing nursing home, glam up. You know, hey, you never know who's gonna be the the, the sugar daddy out here in these streets. <laughs> like the library, glam up. <laughs> like not, not that I think of it. I'm not sure I'm bringing the nieces if I'm if I'm gonna be glammed up like that maybe I should oh oh <laughs> okay time, maybe the I should strategy. just go by, my, by myself and yeah because it's just you know they were like oh you have kids right because it's it's near downtown and I just know once they get downtown they're gonna want ice cream they're gonna want to do them let the kids you know, suffer at home huh because you need you need to just be out there in the streets <laughs> the first the first time I, I'll take them the next time but you know I got my outfit laid out I'm like oh let me be yeah, and, and they look like you, so they were like, mm, that's her child. And then she tried to deny it. They I'm, I'm the aunt. Like- They're like, mm, mm. <laughs> are you denying your own kids? So this episode is going to be all about our book recommendations because we actually pivoted into this one very cool moment where everybody's reading a lot more. And yeah, I'm going to let you ladies kind of like spearheaded, like what's your favorite books and where you guys are going with this? Why are you going to the library, Alana? What's going on with that? So <laughs> I am going to the library because your girl has two many books in her amazon cart and it it costs too much honestly so what i've been doing i've been doing a little bit of uh cross references to see what books is available at the public library and i realized since i moved from uh boynton beach south florida to northern florida which is uh west palm um i don't have an actual west palm beach uh, library card i only have a, a boynton beach library card so i'm like okay let me just get me a west palm beach uh library card at the main library here so um i fill out the application i got my proof of residency and location so i'm, I'm just ready i have my my day plan you know, library, get my library card, um, you know, get me some books and later on meet up with my best friend for the movie. So uh, I, I really want to spend more time at the library. I want to, I want to make, you know, make sure that I'm reading a lot and um, start off the new year. I start, well, I'm almost done with this book is the misadventure of the awkward black girl, which is the, um, I guess autobiography of Issa Rae. And um, if you don't know Issa Rae, she is a um, writer, producer, director of The Awkward Black Girl, which was a web series she had on YouTube. And it um, 
blew up pretty fast, got popular, and she got a deal with HBO when she created the um, popular series called Insecure. Um, Insecure has now ended season five, and we're all just like devastated. I'm devastated because I grew up with Insecure, um, but her story is amazing. Uh, she is um, from Africa, Senegalese, if I'm pronouncing that right, Senegalese, Senegal, um, and she Senegalese, if you want to kind of get really yeah. no Senegalese, if you want to kind of get francophone with it but it's Senegalese okay. is actually fine okay yeah so um she has an amazing story and that really kind of expired and expired it really kind of um inspired me to read more autobiographies of people that i have seen evolve or people that i am um looking into to be more like in terms of their worth ethic in terms of their creativity and what they have done for the world the impact they have made right um knowing that she created a web series of the misadventure of the aqua black black girl she never knew it would get this big and ultimately creating um insecure that had such a global impact culturally pop cultures normalizing black people in such a beautiful way and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing more reading now. And um, my next book, I'm almost done with this book. And my next book is uh, Letters from My Father, which is Obama's first book before he became senator and before he um, took on the presidency. So I'm trying, I'm trying to read out here. Look cute while I'm doing it too. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll let you know nerds out here looking really cute. <laughs> I'm the only one that's not blind here because everybody else seems to wear glasses. You wear glasses to read, Atlanta? Yeah. No, I have, no, I have 2020. This is more of the. Oh, okay. You're just trying to uh, get the nerds. Okay, I, I see. I see. The, this this is more for the can, you know, the uh, computer screen, everything to kind of protect thing. my eyes. Yeah, I, I yeah for sensitivity and yeah. stuff because I'm always on the computer from work and from the podcast and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I received LASIK back in 20. 2014 my my first few months in South Korea I received LASIK so I have perfect yeah. vision actually I want to actually so, get LASIK as one of my goals dude, uh, it is is a great great yeah, I'm to tired. Up. I'm tired I'm tired I'm nearsighted so I can read without glasses but I can't see far and I'm tired I'm tired same same so the earliest you get it the, the longer you have it because it does you know as you age you know your your vision yeah ultimately age so is that something that I want to I'm I'm adding on my 2022 late 2022 early 2023 okay. list yeah I have great I have so much that I, that's got going on when y'all see me in 20 like at 33 or 34 you'll be like damn you the same. Go to South Korea and get it maybe I should come to South Korea with you really it's much oh shoot she's like hey she's like, I, I want to go with you like this out of nowhere I'm just gonna go to South Korea I, I still got some friends that's still there maybe you should oh uh, that's fire yeah maybe you should yeah a lot of medical Korea. medical travel is actually a big business too it's yeah. really good well, put me on the side note. We need to do a, like a, a group chat about this. About this yeah, uh, let me let me see if I can find. It should be in my email. If I can find the uh, off. Do we lose you? Andrew, hey, we we're gonna somebody. keep losing her, but it's all good. <laughs> lovely, lovely. What what are you reading you. nowadays? I can, can you guys? Hear hey, me? I get you. I get. Hey, I get you. I get you. But we're ignoring I, you as you get your better Wi-Fi on. How about that? How about you? you get I, your, I all right. How about you pay for the Wi-Fi? How about you do that? <laughs> how about HOA upgrade on better Wi-Fi? <laughs> You know, oh, man, man. lovely. What's up? What books are you reading? What What are you getting into this season? So I told you and Alana that I was reading more. So adding more fiction to my list. And because I read a lot of business books, I probably read a business book every two weeks, to be honest with you, via my my Kindle, my Amazon Kindle, because when you have a prime, 
you literally have these prime readings and I'm always like reading an, a random business book, learning and all this other stuff, but I want to be more fiction because I used to read a lot when I was younger. And so right now, Colleen, everybody, well, not everybody, super viral. Her books went super viral in the last year or so on TikTok. And she has a book called It Ends With Us. I just literally finished that. It took me like two days to finish it. And um, it was really, really, it's a, it's a really powerful story. Um, and one of the things that she talks about was essentially making this, you know, love story, very, a learning lesson and a process. And so I've been reading her book and it was really good. I'm going to add another book. She has a book, another book called November nine that I want to add to my list or an ugly love. So I want to add some of these fiction books to my repertoire and I'm reading a little, um, little fires everywhere, which is actually a show on Hulu. I believe, um, that people really love that one. So it's on my desk and the vanishing half is another book that I'm adding to my, um, fiction. And of course I'm reading all these business books about learning, like, um, it's like something about humans, something selling to humans. I can't remember who it is. I also want to read um, David versus Goliath, which is like another business book about like the big companies versus small companies and how small companies Mac often. Malcolm uh, Gladwell. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite authors. Yeah. Um, there's another one called. Yeah, Tip he also. Um, one of my favorite books is Tipping Point Insider. Yes. Um, outsider, outsider, insider, outsider. Um, yeah, the outlier. He is incredible. Outlier, outlier. Yeah, yeah outlier. I want to read a incredible. few of his books. Yeah. Um. So it's really a mix for me, like a mixed bag of. I always usually read the personal development and business books, but this year I'm like, no, to explore, to open up my, you know, imagination. And I used to do that so much. I used to read books like food when I was a child in middle school and high school and just to see like right now because of life I just I gotta focus on growth gotta focus on growth but honestly I used to you guys don't know this but I literally um wasn't acting acting and music when I was in high school and my well my teacher at the time literally told me like you know you could actually become you're actually a great actress and I was like what like what the hell are you talking about like I never never thought I would do these things and he was just like yeah and essentially one time that there was a poem that I wrote that was really really powerful essentially to him and he sent it into this contest and I didn't like win the contest and at the time George Bush was the president so he wrote me I know it wasn't him writing the letter but you know how that is a little official White House ones and it won this award and I wow, told you got a commendation out here in these streets what's up Look at that, like low key out here, you know, one gentrifier, two, you know, living rich and three, you know, getting, getting privileged accolades. Yeah. Republican. We love it. Oh, no, no, no. Like closet Republican. Uh, you giving closet Republican It's okay. It's okay. Right we diversify. We diversify. <laughs> no, don't listen to them. Listeners don't listen to them. They lying on me. So um, I had a gift for the arts and essentially I never really tapped into it because guess what? do you think you're going to tell your Haitian mom that, oh, I want to get into like this thing called acting and writing and doing these things. However, it sparked me because I used to actually write, um, write fiction stories. It was one of the most cathartic things that I could do when I was in dark places. And my friend would read it. She's like, you know, you actually have a great storytelling gift here. And so I'm looking back and I'm like, dang, this is this is sparking this area of my brain that I've neglected because I've been you know in a technical company teaching tech people and doing all this stuff and learning and development and consulting and you know in spreadsheets but I realize that I'm a very creative person a storyteller I love to write I'm actually going to write a book um 
not only about my personal journeys, but I'm going to actually write a fiction story and whatever that goes, that goes. I'm literally in the place of my life where I, I'm not limiting God of how my story is going to unfold and reading, uh, rereading fiction books really sparked that in me, that creativity. And so when I think about speaking at the event that I'm hosting, I'm really thinking about how to tell a dynamic story so that people can have those moments of like, okay, it's clicking for me beyond just like, okay, I know I need to read my spreadsheets because spreadsheets are not going to motivate you to do what you need to do in life, right? So I could tell people about all the business tips, but it's the story that matters. It's really bringing it together. People don't understand how strong Apple's brand is, right? It's strong because of the stories they tell. <laughs> it's strong because of the emotional connection people feel when they buy their products. And reading allows you to explore different, reading allows you to go to places that you may cannot afford yet to go to. It opens up this place of imagination. And so I'm excited to be reading again, as you can tell, like I'm on a full on rant, but I'm super excited to read. It's really motivating me because I'm like, oh yeah, I remember all these things. And um I want to be able to use these giftings and it's not too late to tap into them. So well, whenever you want to send some books down my way, I would really appreciate it. Help a sister out. <laughs> I will. Like my little yeah. cousin, my little cousin, when she just sent me last night, she sent me her, her, her list of books. And she's like, Yeah, when I have money, I'll go ahead and I'm like, okay, I'll I'll buy you a few on them. I'll send them through Amazon to the house for you. I'll surprise her every so often. She's an honor roll student. She's doing really, really well. So what I'm going to start doing is like every so often, I'm going to just, you know, randomly send her a book because she wants to read like 24 books in a year. So it's like, okay, I'll definitely support you on your, your journey of reading. And reading is good. And another thing, Lawrence, I don't know if Lawrence, no, I had Lawrence hadn't mentioned it. Audible, like it's a real good thing. Like you don't have to necessarily be the person reading books like, through cover to cover, I personally love that aspect. But there are certain books, like the Will Smith book is on the top list. I want to actually read it and also listen to the audio. They've, they've given him really good reviews. Um, using the Audible, like if you're not necessarily somebody that's going to sit down and read, listen to the Audible. It's amazing. So do what you have to do. I think reading is so important. It's, it explores, opens your mind, read blogs, read newspapers, wherever your, your reading is, but enjoy it. I will say uh, for just just a tip, if you have credit cards, because I, I haven't really been reading the actual rewards within my credit cards. So I've been Amax holder almost like uh, six years now. And my Amax, uh, one of my Amax cards have a six month trial free for Audible. And I remember, you know, remember I share screen, I mean, I screenshot it sent to you. I'm like, I didn't know this. So really, you know, not it's even more, just, I, I'm going to say not even just that your Amex um, platinum. If you have, you have the platinum, right? Um, no. I, I have the blue, blue. Chip. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. That's, that's unfortunate. But for no, Amex no, platinum, hey, 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 don't do that to me. We're Amex not doing platinum that this year because <laughs> they gave me more points hey, than you. Hey, I, you I could have got more points the benefits. than you. I'm you don't have saying. to for hey for Amex Platinum uh, members you can you you actually do get an opportunity to get Audible and for free the entire time so you actually start off with Audible and you pay for it directly and they do a reimbursement towards you so you're always getting these um one at least one book credit a month um and I think they even start you off with like two book credits that's just Audible just the way they kind of you know get you hook you in. And I'm to the point in my lifetime as well that I'm like, yo, don't, I don't care for any gifts. Like just send me a, a, an audible credit is actually worth more than gold for me. I was never one of those uh, readers, like uh, lovely stated, I've never been big on just this sitting down, reading it. I, have, I found it to be a kinetically empty activity. 
That means I'm not moving around. I'm not getting a lot of joy from this. Some people kind of could fall into like the subconscious mind. They fall into the world and, and, and all that stuff. I'm not one of those people. I'm very quick on the draw. I believe that every book can be narrowed down to maybe three chapters. Uh, that's the way I process it. But but I found Audible to be something a little bit more um, enriching because I'm the type of learner that has, is both auditory, visual, and also kinetic. And the combination of all three would be amazing, but even getting two of them is on point. So the audible, um, the auditory, I get that from, you know, on Audible, from reading all these different books on there, and also get the visuals from, especially on YouTube, where there's people that actually discuss books and I get to once see it first and then I actually find a book on audible and then kind of get into a little bit more so I'm loving this like circular you know movement which is the kinetic part in which I'm actually finding a lot of joy from that the people that I actually listen to all the time is uh book insights um podcast it's amazing the delivery is dope and they also have not just a summary, but they'll do another an extra episode where they actually bring in different guests. So they do like a review with two or uh, three, um, two of them as well as the guests. So it's like a real interesting conversation. And I love those. Like you could find me on those all the time. For me in this season, unlike uh, Lovely Who Likes More Fiction, I like that nonfiction financial stuff. You give me that stuff, that's where I dive in because I like to judge the content, judge where it's going trying to figure out what I could do better in my own life and actually use it. And I found like in this last couple of ones, my top three books, Atomic Habits on um, Point is super good. The 12 week year, like I'm, I'm sitting there like every time he drops another statement, I'm like this is fire. I need to, while I'm biking, I'm like, I need to go write this down. But I'm like, Lawrence, you, you got to keep biking though. It's like, so it's like a problem. So it's like, it's, int it's interesting to know in. Um, I've um, dove into deep work as well and a few other titles, but I'm not going to, you know, kind of break down an entire list. Uh, one, I'm actually going to be featuring them on my website, www.theneighborhoodfinanceguy.com, where I share it to you all the time, what I, what I think is probably some of the best stuff. And ultimately, I just want people to understand that reading um, just Facebook all the time is not the only book in the world. So yeah, I want y'all to kind of step away from the Facebook, step away from Netflix, become more of the creators of information, or even tap in a little bit closer to the people that created the, these frameworks, right? Listening to the people that actually wrote these books, um, listening to their, their perspectives, and really learning a little bit more. Uh, to Lovely's point as well, I, I think the, the Haitian community or the Black community doesn't really embrace uh, reading as much as we should be embracing reading, especially for all the literary greats that we do have. The people have dropped some of the most profound uh, uh, media out there from Frederick Douglass all the way to Zoe Neale Hurston. Like, these are like great reads, period. That's really revolutionized the world. And I don't think we we do ourselves a disservice by not really tapping into the spoken word or even like the, the way that we do, you know, what we're doing right now, which is the griot, sharing our inspiration, our stories and our ideas in a way that's a little bit more kinetic. Uh, a friend of mine, Caroline Renard, well, not really a friend, like close friend, it's kind of people like you know it from FSU, ended up going to the medium of writing. And now she's actually writing for Disney Plus. So she, she's being featured, you know, like when you see the credit, it says written by, she, her yeah, name pops up. That, that's, yeah. I'm like, this is what's up, man. This is great. And I don't think we get a lot of that, especially in the Haitian community. Our, our parents are pushing us to be, you know, um, professionals, doctors, lawyers, accountants, so on and so forth, because they just want to make sure that we're well taken care of and getting, you know, money and we're, we're building families and communities. 
they want that for us, but sometimes they limit our options and they forget that there's a creative side to us that also needs to be fed. The fact that you guys are thespians, as they say, out there in these thespians. streets and act actresses, thespians, thespians? I don't even know how to say that. Thes, thes, thes. Hey, English is my third language, so say thespians, thespians. That's weird to say. But I actually did a little bit of that when I was a kid too. And I was actually pretty good at it, but nobody was there to support me. They're like, boo, it's trash. It's not, it's not school, boo, it's trash. I know, I know, well, I used to know the entire Maybeth, uh, Macbeth uh, playwright and everything. Oh, I thought it was the Maybach music out here. The entire Maybach music catalog. That's what you used to know, <laughs> like Rick Ross, like it's, it's, Maybach it's, music. It's, it's, it's interesting that you brought up the creativity in our uh, community because I think we inherently have this creativity in us that we don't explore enough of. Um, when you think about creativity, creators right now in the social media space, um, we really are the originators, right? Um, there, I know there have been a whole debacle about uh, TikTok creators, uh, Black creators versus, you know, white creators. And once a dance come out, you know, it, it doesn't really hit viral until, well, give and take until another you know white influencer uh do it or you know that popularity so it's a little mixed in those opinions but you have to realize we are the originated when it comes to coolness creativity when it comes to uh pop culture we revolutionize what's cool and we right. actually uh place emphasis on what is uh, good for us in a creative creative space. And I think for me, reading Issa Rae's story, and she comes from, you know, a grounded African, you know, culture and background. Her father was actually uh, a doctor, uh, was a, a doctor, and they fed her that she had to be a lawyer, a doctor, you know, mm -hmm. like some kind of profession. And she chose a different route. Um, and with that, she's seen in a kind of like, expose herself to creativity she was uh in, in the midst of all the uh social media before it became this huge thing but pop culture was really her um her her um her outlet creative outlet because she grew up with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air she grew up watching right. you know uh, the Cosby show and what she realized as time um, progressed she didn't see enough of us in this humanized form in everyday life and that's what she, we were missing so she decided to create something to fill in that gap to show us in these light like we are human and it was just this one um lens that hollywood was only placing us as and forgetting us that we're all the these different aspects uh, within the black girl. so um, we have this create creativity within us it's only us to kind of explore and discover and i think we alluded this uh, topic before in previous uh, episodes about if you're interested in in creative things or anime or anything or skateboard anything that may not be quote-unquote popular <laughs> within black culture still do it because more likely than not there's others who look just like you who are interested in those things and that's where you create your network of people that feed into you and i think that's where right. it, it the the blurred lines comes is a lot of times we're not surrounded or we're not in those environments that people that look like us who are interested in the things that we're interested in. And sometimes you have to go in these routes alone, but don't necessarily means that you are really alone. There's people that want to hear your stories, people that want right. to hear your perspective. Your tribe, your tribe was essentially start to show when you show yourself. 
Yeah. And I think that's the thing, like you're saying, like be okay. And I want to kind of circle back to something that you said about the white creators versus the black creators. Um, one of the biggest things that we need to realize is that if you don't get, you don't get paid what you don't ask. So I'm actually in this influencer community right now because I want to learn the business side of the influencer. Um, and one of the things that the lady, she's, she's kind of like been a broker of deals between all the influencers and brands. And she said she had a $10,000 budget for a campaign and the black influencer literally acts for like 2,500 and the white influencer acts for 15,000. And so she ended up accepting the 10,000 or whatever, negotiated down or whatever to send 10,000, but a black influencer only asked for 2,500. So the question is, do we, do we see our own value? Um, sometimes it's going to be saying no to a couple of brand deals. It's going to be saying no to a couple of things because I know that Issa just what sound like an eight figure deal with HBO essentially. So her creativity unlocked financial gains for her. And I think there, there has to be some business acumen because you don't get a deal like that just because you're nice um, or you're good. You get a deal like that because you negotiate and you stand up for yourself and you provide value and you know who you are. I think something that we always talk about is sometimes we're so caught up in the hype of being known or we've created something and people know us that we don't think about the financial upside of that this is also intellectual property. I think about all the courses that I'm creating. One thing that I'm working on with a lawyer is making sure that we have like, you know, these are IPs. Like me writing out a program for business owners as continuing education is an IP. I could literally sell this course to Harvard if I want to, if I could prove that what I'm doing, my case studies are going to be amazing in the long run. I'm thinking about it from a, not just a creating process, but how do I leverage my IP in the, like, you know, beyond just this one moment. We need to think about that because Harvard hires people, like Harvard hires some of the CMOs of some of the best companies to come and teach lecture classes because they've accumulated success. We need to start thinking like if I build a company that's 50 million, 40, 30, 50 million, I can literally take my IPs and sell that or be in a part of using that to expand my financial wealth. But I think sometimes we're just so stuck on being like, yeah, we created it, not thinking like how do we create it and also have equity and own it. And I think we need to merge those two things together like we're great. Yeah, we are the people that make things popular. How do you capitalize on it? How do you stick up for yourself? What is the business acumen that it takes for you to, you know, really own these words? Like Kim Kardashian, there's certain things she does. You don't see that trademark being signed up two, 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 two seconds to make sure that what she does is not, people can say she's appropriating it, but she's actually making sure that she owns it and we're not. So we need to have those type of conversations. It's like, yes, creativity is free and work, all these things. But we do never, that's, we do have to think through how do we own their ownership part of creativity. So I land right there, as they would say on Clubhouse. No, that was great. <laughs> yeah, so read. I know we we spent a whole time. That's not what the podcast is supposed to be about. But yeah, hey. it was about reading. That was the entire podcast. That's exactly <laughs> what it's all about is reading and getting around the, the, the creative space and becoming sometimes not even just becoming the reader, but writing their, our own stories as well, because they matter. And those are the stories that other people will read. So even to the point where this podcast, at some point, somebody's going to listen to it and it's going to read something into their spirit, into their mind, into their, uh, into their lifestyle, that's going to change them fundamentally. It's going to give them something to, to think about, move about, and it, maybe it's going to inspire them to read some of the books that we mentioned today. And those books are going to click something within them. That's the goal. And I think that's where I'm at in, in this stage of my life that I've, you know, I'm tired of listening to people, a lot of people that aren't doing what 
I want to do, you know, ultimately where I want to go. So it's kind of like when you, when you see like a room or like a conversation with a lot of single people giving uh, marriage or relationship advice, I'm like, but, but you've been single the entire time. When's the last time you even had a date? You're out here trying to give people, you know, like, like what, what do you call it? Trying to give people opinions or recommendations, but I'm like, you haven't been in a relationship. You haven't been married. advice. Oh yeah, straight up, I'm like, you haven't done these things, but you're there in front of everybody's face trying to tell them what to do, what not to do. And I don't want to be in that space anymore. I want to be a place where uh, people are more so they're thinking differently. They're moving forward. And I'm really cutting off. When I mean, like, I'm cut off people. The moment you say something weird, I I'm cutting you off because I know you're not in the same space. There's something that I, uh, I got and I snapshotted it and I'm probably going to post it on uh, my social media one day. Uh, and I'm actually going to read it for you guys uh, just shortly when I kind of bring it back up. Okay, this girl, Denise, who uh, runs a Yokero uh, Dinero uh, podcast, he's, so he wrote on her Twitter. Yeah, you, hey, I have to I shout people out. I don't have a problem with that. No, uh, I thought it was bad. Never mind. <laughs> oh, shoot. Wow, Yokero Dinero? I, I thought I had that, but it's cool. No, I thought the subject matter. Go, go ahead. Lord. Okay, okay. She said, let me tell you something you're not gonna like, right? It's like, when somebody gives you uh, sound advice and your, your first uh, inkling is to respond with yeah, but dot, 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 the problem is you, sis, the problem is you. So it's one of those scenarios where everybody, like the first time I give somebody an advice and they say, oh, but whatever, whatever, I'm like, I can't have this conversation with you anymore. I cannot. I cannot, un I can't convince you to do something that is beneficial for you. I can't convince you to read. I can only recommend that it's been beneficial for me, and that is all. If you're going to say, but, well, I can't afford it, you, you just heard from Atlanta that she's going to the library. If you can't afford the, the Audible, you know, the library also has an Audible thing that they have. Forget what they call that, but they have that subscription as well. So there's, there's ways that you can get access to data at all points, and even on YouTube. If you don't have access to Audible, you could likely Google your favorite literary book and the entire summary. For some reason, somebody copied the hell out of it, put it on YouTube, and you can actually listen to it directly. All these things are free and accessible to you. There is almost no excuse to move away from the toxicity, to move away from the, the endless same conversation that you have all day, every day. There's no excuse not to let go because then you're going to say, well, I don't have the time. But last time I remember you logged in eight hours on some Netflix binging. So obviously there is time that you could find. It could happen. But it's ultimately something up to you. Triggered. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in there too. I'll be like sitting sideways. You know, first you sit up straight, then you sit sideways, and you get real sideways, and then you go get some snack, and you sit even more sideways as you oh, watch the show. Oh, did that come up? Are you still watching? They're like the right. nerves of you, of course. Next, <laughs> like let's go. So there are ways to change and pivot our lives, and I'm I'm happy to be in this space now that I'm I'm picking up a lot more books, and maybe you know, a fictions are not your thing. Maybe Jane Eyre is not your thing. Maybe reading, you know, about uh, somebody's biography is not your thing, but I'm pretty sure there's some genre in um, um, books that you might find very beneficial that might kick in for you. I don't care if you're reading a, a, a book of recipes. I do not care. <laughs> just, just grab something other than Facebook. That's why I land for the day. Anybody gonna close this out or are you just gonna leave it like really messed up? <laughs> like, so <laughs> we're so messy. Oh, it's like, it's like yo, it's like it's, I could have sworn I said my last piece. Like 
Okay, okay. Can we kind of give some people? Okay, thanks again for everybody that being tuning in, liking, sharing, subscribe. We always say this um, that especially in this time, we're challenging people. The more and more you tune in and feed into us, like you're you're adding to our reviews, we're gonna do uh, workshops, real workshops that you know could go on for like three to four hours. Like that's how intensive learning that we get into. We're gonna talk about anything from budgeting, investing, tax planning. Everything that you think you don't know about and you like to know about, leave it in the review. Leave us in a comment here and there. Let us know what you want to process through. And that way we can actually start working together as an, a, a holistic community of people to really change our finances. Like I saw a lot of growth in my finances before, during, and now, you know, posting this, uh, like post me reading all these books, I'm really shifting my mind shifting my vision, my goals, all my, my things. And you can always find all this stuff on www.theneighborhoodfinanceguy. And you can find me on IG at, www, uh, at, at the neighborhood finance guy, the entire word, all the way through, no spaces, do not mess this up. And I'm gonna pass it over to my co-host. Thank you guys for tuning in once again to TFG. You can find me, Atlanta, on IG, same handle, on uh, YouTube, A-L-A-I-N. TA. And don't forget, guys, really leave those reviews. We really want to hear your feedback and we take it as, you know, constructive criticism. Is it our mic? Is it someone lagging too long? Like anything that uh, you feel as though get, uh, that can better us as a podcast, please let us know. We, we're trying to progress in this uh, season and trying to just overall try to be better people. So thanks again for tuning in. All righty. Nothing else to add. This is a great episode. <laughs> Have a good day, good night, do all the good things that you do. And that's about it. Thank you for listening to the Financial Grio Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Financial Grio Podcast, powered by the Wealth Builders Collective.